We're starting, Dave, uh, Rudy. We started, bro. Tato team. Okay. quite as good as I wanted it to. another episode of sitting ringside i am your host robert via as, as always uh we have our hosts co-host and host uh david rodriguez and rudy laura producer of fight book mma sitting ringside how's it going fellas it's going good man it's uh julio cesar chavez day so i was supposed to have the day off but i decided to work so i'll have <laughs> tomorrow off in a three-day weekend Right on. I've been off since uh, Monday, enjoying my week vacation, man. I don't go back yeah, to work till Monday, so. Nice. Lucky guy. Yeah. Very lucky guy. Hell yeah, man. Uh, it's a good week just because, uh, you know, um, uh, the wife and I are celebrating our 20-year wedding anniversary this week, so uh, and that's a huge uh, milestone for, for us, and uh, yeah, man. But, of course, 
I cannot miss sitting ringside Thursday night, even though I'm on vacation and celebrating the anniversary. I'm still here. Hey, so is there, is there like a prenup that says you have to shave every every anniversary or every 20 years or some shit? <laughs> I just decided to shave today. <laughs> today? Oh, you did it today, huh? Oh, baby yeah. face Roberto. Yeah. Well, you know. Got tired of people <laughs> calling you uh, old and shit? Probably. No, I had it like this since Monday. You look, you look like a baby. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, yeah, happy anniversary, Rob, to you and Mrs. El Jefe. 20 years thank you, strong. thank you. Thank Marriages you, sir, like that you. aren't possible nowadays, so props to y'all for, for hanging Thanks, in there. Thanks, man. So you are officially the one with the least facial hair now. So <laughs> That is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well, guys, uh, and everybody that's watching and or listening, uh, the, the website is down right now. Um, I'm getting it upgraded again. Um, one of the uh, programs that runs the website uh, was going to its end of life. So I had to pay and get a new uh, upgrade in the background so that way it can uh, give you guys all the content that we've been putting out. Um, so should be back up hopefully by tomorrow. Um, but if not, you know, we'll still, uh, post some good stuff on the social medias. Um, but, uh, if y'all are into, we're going to do our, 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 uh, our quick shout outs, like we always do, um, go to hkausa.com, hit them up. Uh, they, uh, support fighters just like how we do. They uh, are huge fans of sitting ringside and a fight book MMA. Um, so go and support them like they support us. Also, if you're into betting, go to raisedbet.com. Um, use our promo code FIGHTBOOK with capital F and capital B. Um, you get some good perks using our uh, promo code and uh, you can win some money. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Foxhound Fuel. Um, get 20% off all their, uh, uh, get a 20% off discount on all their uh, products uh, at checkout using our discount code FBMMA in all caps. And shout out to all the partner promotions that we uh, are affiliated with. Uh, we're doing a lot more stuff with uh, Brave and with um, One Championship. And I can now officially, it's already been officially announced, but I'm going to announce it here on live uh, on air. Um, XFN, a promotion out in Oklahoma. They stream all their events uh, live on UFC Fight Pass. Your friends at fightbookmma.com. Um, our uh, logo and um, the fivebookmma.com is going to be plastered all over the cage um, for April 22nd event. Um, fivebookmma will be there covering that event as well. Um, this is a promotional um, agreement that we that, that I did with the owner of that uh, promotion, um, and if all goes well, uh, we'll be re I'll be pretty much doing another uh, contract with him, but it'll probably be for a year. So we're going to be exclusive to that promotion. And uh, yeah, you'll see our logo and, and our name all over the Aren't cage. Fighting on that card too? I was going to, I, I still don't know. It's going to be bare knuckle, first bare knuckle promotion uh, fight uh, in Oklahoma, non-sanctioned. 
Well, very busy month for Fight Book MMA, as every day is. But like I said, Rob, website down for the meantime. It's not going to stop us from being right here Thursday night with episode 126. My apologies. I was out last week, too. I'm back in full force. And, uh, yeah, damn, sure feels good to be home. So Hell, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, on, what is it, uh, the 23rd or the 21st, uh, David, you're going to be uh, out in Clovis covering an event as well. Um, yeah, we have, um, yeah, Coach Eric Swan, Force of One MMA badass. The guy will chop you to pieces and just choke you out, whatever it takes. Uh, guy's a legit master. He will join us next week. He is the promoter for Force of One. Um, they haven't done a show, and it seems like five years, but uh, he's got a pre-stacked <laughs> fight card put together. And, yeah, April 23rd, Fight Book MMA will be uh, headed down there to Clovis. So very much looking forward to that and talking to Coach Swan next Thursday. Hell, yeah. And – Joining us here in a few is none other than a top 10 ranked UFC fighter. He just got off a win this past weekend um, on the UFC Fight Night uh, 205. Mateos Nicolau, he will be joining us tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking to him about that win and talk about him being the first Latin American fighter to be paid in bitcoin yeah that's gonna be that's amazing i hope this is something that yeah i, uh, I want to get that clarified because i heard he, he he got paid half of it i think they were saying that on during the uh, the event um i think i think they messed up because it's his uh so you call him daniel I, cormier liar yes he's a fucking liar dc no. dc know, europe DC. You are a liar. Hey, pussy, liar. you still there? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm just going to let you out. call me a liar, Roberto? <laughs> 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 I believe it's his manager that's getting half his money in Bitcoin. But Nicolau is probably going to be getting paid his uh, earnings and future earnings in Bitcoin via Bitwage, which is a uh, crypto payroll service. Um, of course, he'll explain everything and how that works and how um, how efficient that's going to be for him as a fighter. And uh, hopefully this is something that maybe he's trying to get other fighters to jump on and, and get paid in, in cryptocurrency. Yeah, um, I wonder what the reasoning is behind that, man. Maybe yeah, man. You know, because when you have uh, American money and, and you want to take it to, like, Mexico, you have to convert it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe yeah. there's some something to do with that. Or maybe he just he's getting sponsored and paid to do it. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, By the way, um, Bitcoin's the way of the future. You know, the way the yeah. dollar is tanking, the dollar is going to tank even further and worse. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't invested in cryptocurrency, I highly recommend doing that if you haven't already. Just dump a hundred bucks on on a good company that you know that's not gonna go under. Yeah, don't 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 throw money in a cum rocket, okay? No, don't no. Listen to Elon. No, just put it either in Bitcoin, <laughs> Ethereum, Lithium, those those big companies, and just let it sit there. Don't even worry about if it's going up or down. Just let it sit there. Check on it maybe a year, two years, three years down the road, and, and see how your money's going. Um, I mean, that's the only way that you can really do it unless you're like super nerdy about it and you can, you know, jump around and sell and buy and trade and 
You gotta yeah, have a lot of time to do that, bro. You gotta hell yeah, dude. That's all. That, that is it's a lot of work. I I um, don't. I mean, unless you you. Uh, I don't even want to get into it. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, that's for another podcast, right yeah, that's there. Another podcast. Right, that's another another podcast. But uh, speaking of uh, UFC Fight Night, um, I was gone last week, of course. I heard you guys make your picks, and um, I don't know, Rudy. You're saying it was an eight. Let's start with you, man. What do you think? Yeah, I thought sticking it was good, man. I um, I really enjoyed the card thoroughly. I I yeah. think I was one win away of winning several grand. Can't remember which fight oh. it was that I. That I, I got mistaken, but uh, yeah, dude, Luis Alde The first two fights, they they're unanimous decision, but they were great fights. Um, Mateus uh, was one of those fights. He was the second fight on. Um, Main and Fioro, I, I didn't expect that fight to be a unanimous decision. Um, Jennifer Maya pretty much gave it all, but um, yeah, it it kind of started off a little bit slow, but they were they were action packed fights, you know. Um, Chris Gutierrez winning, I that's the fight. That's the fight that screwed me over. Batgirl Dana. Uh, Dude, I had we him. all picked him. Yeah, we, we had him pick uh, Batgirl to, to win. I, yeah, he, and uh, yeah, bro, he lost bad. Hats off to Chris Gutierrez, bro. I ain't going to Hell yeah, man. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I, had to, I had to message him on Messenger and be like, bro, uh, congrats on your win. <laughs> Sarah McMahon, yeah. Carol Rosa, that, that was a good fight. It was a really good scrap. Um, so there was a lot of unanimous decision wins in the beginning of the event. It looks like we have uh, Mateus trying to enter now. Nice. Well, let's get him. Yeah, let's get him on. Let's just wait for his connection to uh, connect here on audio. All right. All right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. We have UFC fighter, Mr. Mateo Nicolau. How's it going, brother? Everything nice, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, th thank pleasure. you. Thank, thank you for taking the time after your awesome win uh, this past weekend, jumping on right away to a podcast, um, you know, with us. Um, I've been talking to your manager for about a week and a half now, trying to get you scheduled on to uh, jump on our podcast. And um, when he said, let's do it after his fight, I was like, all right, let's go. Um, so thank let's you so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, yes, sir. So, Mateos, uh, uh, tell us a little bit where you're from. Um, and uh, so that way, everybody, uh, you know, that's watching or listening uh, could get to get to know you just a little bit, man. Yeah. Hello, guys. Uh, I'm from Belo Horizonte, uh, Minas Gerais, Brazil. But I live in training in Rio de Janeiro since I'm 18 years old, so 11 years I'm living in Rio and training here. Uh, I passed some years traveling and training. Um, I love to learn and I'm seeking the evolution. And I love the martial arts, you know, it's something that uh, it's been helping me since I entered into it when I was a teenager, you know. And I'm just happy to be here fighting UFC, you know, conquer my dreams and my plans. And I hope to get the belt and to be a world champion soon. Hell yeah, man. That is freaking awesome. Um, I know your your manager was telling me about, uh, 
you know, and it was mentioned, you know, during the the uh, the event on Saturday about you getting paid in uh, cryptocurrency. Um, when I saw that in the in the article that uh, came out about you uh, getting paid in Bitcoin, um, you know, I thought for sure this was something that's going to be big for not just for yourself, but for everybody. You know, um, talk to us about that. You know, to Tell us how all that came uh, about. How did it unfold? What does it mean to you? What does it mean for you in the future, for your manager? Um, why did you want to get paid in Bitcoin? Because um, it's very interesting. Yeah, so uh, I was I was always uh, from, actually from a good time for now, I was um, seeking the Bitcoin, the crypto world, you know. I knew that was something that, was going to be really strong in the future. But I was always a little bit afraid to get really into it, you know, and didn't really saw, see any really good opportunity, you know, something that I feel safe and secure to do, to do it. And, and then those years have came and Bitcoin has been stronger than ever, you know, and everything that is going on in the world right now, you know, all the, transactions fees the way you have to move your money and stuff like that i think the the crypto world is like one pass ahead of it you know it's easier to do and then i met the, the bitwage guys and they gave me all the support so i could really enter in this world and receive part of my money in bitcoin so i can already start to looking and building my future you know and so when I met them, they showed me everything. They was really serious about it. They explained me. They gave me a real, really VIP service. They came down to Rio to give my wallet, to present me, to teach me how to do stuff. And then I say, it's time to me to get into this world and to start to thinking about my future, you know. Yeah, and that's a great way to think, man. Uh, Bitcoin is the way of the future. Especially the way the uh, you know the the money market is right now, the dollar, the petrodollar, it's it's getting worse. So that that is an extremely well well made play on your behalf. Uh, you know, going into Bitcoin, that's a great move for your future. Yeah, thank you. And I'm just you know uh, doing Bitcoin not not too much as a trade right now because I don't really have time to be like. You know, looking the stock and the marketing and stuff like that. I'm really doing something for my future. You know, I, I want to start slow with my feet on the ground. That's the way I like to live. But I really believe in Bitcoin and all the work that comes with it, you know. Yeah, Bitcoin is, is definitely one of the most stable coins out there. Uh, and you, me and Roberto were talking about that before you came on, that uh, if you want to get into Bitcoin or, or just cryptocurrency, it takes a lot of time and effort, especially if you don't mm -hmm. know what you're doing. Um, if you don't have people guiding you the right direction, you can lose all of your money in a matter of seconds. I've seen it happen, uh, and it's bad. Bitcoin yeah. is not. You one have of those so coins. many options, you know, and nothing really stable. Yep. So if you get greedy or just doesn't know where you're going to, it, it's it's hard. So that's why I choose. And for now, I'm I'm good only having one. Bitcoin, you know, is the only crypto I'm using now. Yeah, I, I have a ton of different cryptos, but yeah, speaking of Bitcoin, I, I've been seeing Bitcoin kiosks being put up everywhere, everywhere, just random 
gas stations in the past month. Um, every single gas station I've gone to has a, a new Bitcoin ATM. Every single one. It's it's crazy. So there's something yeah. going on, and they're, they're really not talking too much about it. Bitcoin's the way of the future. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't agree more, 100%. <laughs> that's now, why I want to enter into you know yeah being that you're you're new to the to the cryptocurrency world and everything um I'm sure uh bitwage is uh showing you how to do it correctly uh, right yes how to do it correctly how I can uh move my cryptocurrency with in the safest way and spending less money you know and because the the idea is to get rid of the fees you know that the normal banks always charging us a lot and that's it bitwage has helped me a lot and that's why i entered it was because of them you know they, they make me feel safe and give me all the knowledge that i needed to start and now i put some money there and start to learn about the, the crypto world and the bitcoin itself that's uh that's awesome man and then um so half of your purse, uh, you know, you're getting it in cash and then the other half is going into your Bitcoin account. Um, has any other UFC fighters uh, come up to you when they found out what, what you're doing with your money? Have they reached out to you and said, hey, um, could you like help me out and get me with Bitwage or, you know, can you show me how to get it, you know, started or anything no. like that? Not to me directly, but the Bitwage guys told me that after the fight and all the news that I was receiving, a lot of guys, especially from Brazil, that, you know, around me here, some MMA pro fighters, even some UFC fighters, and even uh, not UFC fighters, but guys who fight, you know, internationally, they mm -hmm. came to them and I say, how can, how can I do it? You know, how you guys work and stuff like that. So they was happy about it because people started seeing and he can do it and I can do it too, you know, maybe it's something really serious and more and more they study about it, more and more to start to invest on it, you know. That's awesome, and man. It's crazy because since I started, I was talking with some other guys and it's crazy how when you start to know about something you see how much opportunity about that you have around you know i was talking to a friend and he said hey i also need some bitcoin i also need some bitcoin money in my wallet and stuff like that and then you know you see the the people around you they are already already using it and it's good that's awesome and what an honor you know for you being the first latin american uh uc fighter or, or fighter to be paid in bitcoin you know um that that to me speaks volumes uh because you're the first fighter that's going to be paving the way for these other fighters um doesn't matter what promotion they're fighting in seeing yeah, that the potential course. the potential is there the the money is real and you're proof of that you're the proof of concept yeah. of getting paid pioneer, in bitcoin man. yeah you're the pioneer you're the first guy to do this you know yeah, I was honored about that when the opportunity came. I say, it's everything that I that I want. You know, I want to to motivate people 
to do with themselves, you know, to think about the future and stuff like that. So, and I, I really believe that I've been good for my future, you know. As I said, my, with my feet on the ground, not greedy. Yeah, we just talk about those crazy options we have out there. That's why I was with the beach wage guys because they helped me to do it in the right way. And I can't, I can't wait, you know. I, I want to <laughs> see like how I would be talking about it like one year, two years, five years, ten years from now on. That's what I'm, I'm thinking about. We're, we're going to see you in, in, in ten years. You have your own island chilling on your mansion. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I get all this because of Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I turned off Bitcoin. <laughs> the beginning right now. Yeah. Ray, you never know, man. <laughs> That's hey, awesome, man. Uh, yeah, Dave Rodriguez, man, appreciate you joining us tonight, man. Um, we were just talking about the card last week. Uh, you know, congrats on the win, first and foremost. Um, I know a fight that probably interests you later in the night. Uh, what do you think of the car? Sorry, the Kaikar France that fight. It's that was Askar Askarov, such a war later in the card. Like, were you sitting cage side watching it? Or were you backstage checking out that fight? Yeah, I was back in the hotel, but I watched it live, and it was an awesome fight. Uh, a really good fight for two top five opponents. And Kaikara, I, I thought he really won, you know. Uh, the first round, I was Askarov, he could take his back, and he was more solid. And then he started to, Askarov started to time in him, defended the takedowns pretty well, you know, and could put some good punches on him. And But it was a really, really good fight, and I thought Kaikara won that fight. It was nice, nice to watch. Yeah, it was good to watch uh, seeing him being the biggest underdog on the card. I think he was a, a plus 340 underdog. Uh, you were an underdog on this card as well. I don't know why. Um, based on I know. A lot of people I know. don't we know. Were, we, were, we were talking about that last week. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that this this isn't your first rodeo in the UFC. Um, you know, you were in the UFC. Uh, you went out and, and you fought in some of the best organizations, man, including the UFC. You fought for Brave. Um, mm -hmm. you know, there's some people that they, they don't know that they don't know that about you. You look at your record in 12 years, you've what 29 wins and, and only two losses. Um, it's yeah, man, you're, you're you've, you've got a lot ahead of you. You got a lot ahead of you, man. You're, you're yeah. making waves. I, I like it, bro. I, I love that you're, you're on the show with us. And yeah, but to be honest, I like, I, I like to be the other card, you know, the other guy. <laughs> uh, it's nice. I say, hey, it man, takes pressure gonna, off you, right? I gotta make them change the idea, you know, just much better as me, you know. I, I not get uh, pressured when I am not the underdog as well. I try to enjoy the moment, you know. But I, I don't really get into it, you know. But it's nice to get to be the underdog. It's one motivation more, you know, say, hey, now, let's show them. Yeah. <laughs> more yeah. than likely, too, it's like you being where you're at ranking-wise, I mean, more than likely, you will be the underdog against the names above you. Uh, your post-fight interview, I know you didn't call anybody out, but is there, I mean, I know the Ulan Bektov fight fizzled out. Uh, the loss to Tim Elliott, another close fight. Does that fight interest you? Or are you looking for the Pantojas, the Cody Garbrandts? I think uh, Alex Perez is out there. So is there a name yeah, that... I'm definitely looking for the top five opponents for sure, you know. Uh, I think I deserve it for all the history of the UFC. My first fight in the flyweight visa was against the 
former title challenger and Moraga. in the time number six John Moraga and it was always like that always fight with the top opponents oh, yeah, and since I came back was exactly like that and I think they I deserve a top five opponent now it's what I aim you know and I think you'll get it, man. I mean, yeah, that's why I know very humble in your post fight, but yeah, you're going to show out there and make it happen in the cage, but very intrigued on who they get you matched up with next. And then uh, another thing I want to ask is what do you think of uh, Davidson Figueredo, Brandon Moreno, that situation? We know the fourth fight, they want it. They both want it. It's not official just yet, but what are your thoughts on yeah. that? You just said, let's see, you know, we, it's difficult now because, we doesn't really know what's going on and what's going to happen. Is Davidson gonna fight Moreno for the first time in a row? Is he gonna fight Kaikara now? He's been calling Kaikara. And we don't even know when he wants to fight right now. He say October, I guess, or something like that. But the good thing is like the the other fighters they are happening in the 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 division. Just like we have Askarov and Kaikara friends, that was a really good good fight. So I have some good options in front of me. And let's see who they match up and who's available, you know. But like I said, I definitely am aiming some top five opponents now. Yeah, I, I, I think I think for sure, man, you should fight uh, John Askar, Jones. Askarov. <laughs> John Jones. <laughs> Easy money. I know, right? <laughs> John Jones, John Jones. Hey, right? <laughs> Give me that money. <laughs> I, want, I want the whole person, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I put everything in Bitcoin. I put it all in Bitcoin. <laughs> I, think, I think the Askarov fight would be a good one for you, um, being that he's still, you know, in the top five of the rankings. Um, but... Kaikar France, man, that that would be a banger of a fight for oh, you yeah. and, and him, dude. If you both got that uh, opportunity to fight each other, war. Yeah, it, it, that would be an exciting someday, fight. You know, this probably, mm -hmm. probably going to happen someday. All those top five guys, they are really, really interesting guys, really tough, and everything they happen, you know, like the years came in, you can fight everybody around there. The idea is to maintain the top, so you can normally to fight and all, you know. Yeah. Wow. And then timetable on your return, when would you like to fight again? I know UFC 277 stacking up. They're going to Singapore. Um, there's some pretty good, good cards lined up for Vegas. Uh, Phoenix is coming up uh, May 7th. Uh, when would you like to get back in there? Yeah, I doesn't have a really uh, idea about the date yet. I'm still discussing this with my my team and also with the UFC. Uh, let's see what they have in mind and then we can talk, but I definitely want to keep the good pace. You know, I've been, uh, that was my third fight in a, in a year because my like March and then Elliott and now uh, Dvorak March again. So I want to keep up the pace and definitely I want to, to have my top five uh, opportunity soon. Hell yeah, man! What would it be a crazy that the uh, the UFC calls you up and says, "Hey, all these other guys can't fight for the title. Do you want it?" 
Of course, it, like I said, everything can happen. You, know, if I think you never they know, can man. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Being ready, everything is good, and that that's what in my mind. Just be ready, you know. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, a lot of Keep fighters training, man, they, don't yeah, get hurt. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, because a lot of fighters do that, man. They win their fight, and then um, they relax for a week. They start eating, you know, like crap and start partying and drinking and then yeah i think you know it's it's uh, you just can you just can do it too much you know i think everything in life is about balance you know we had a i don't know three almost almost three months of a very hard preparation usually to happen for a fight and uh, uh, everybody doing a a really serious diet, you know, so it's good to enjoy a little bit, enjoy the hard mm -hmm. work you've done, how you put your body, you know, but everything is balanced, you know, you have to keep training and mostly eating good, you know, having a good night of sleep and stuff like that, but I also like to eat a lot, man. I, I love my pizza after my fight, you know. <laughs> hey, and we all love to eat, man. Too. <laughs> That's awesome. So speaking of, you know, after your fights and, and you know, winning your fights the way you do, um, what, what do you do besides training and, and all the other stuff that has to do with, with fighting? I mean, do you do anything like for fun? Surf? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I like to, to watch all types of sports, you know, especially like uh, soccer. I used to play soccer before, then I met the jiu-jitsu and the martial arts. I wanted to be a soccer player, just pretty normal here in Brazil, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's typical for the Brazilians, yeah. you know, to get into soccer. Uh -huh. <laughs> since, like, since the day one, you know, you just got born and you get a ball. <laughs> Simple as that. But now the jiu-jitsu is pretty popular, popular as well, you know? A lot of babies, they, they just got the E really, really young. But I I play soccer when I can. Of course, I always try to do not get hurt. It's difficult football, you know. I'll, every time I say to some friends, hey, man, I'm going to play football. I'm going to play soccer tonight. And say, man, you're crazy. You can do it. You're going to get hurt, you know, have a fight. But I love to play football, to play soccer, and I try to be careful and play video games. Video games something that I really like and don't put me in too much danger. So, and yeah, video games are, I can are awesome. They're the best, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you do enough uh, well, any uh, fishing out there in, uh, in Brazil or, or surfing? Uh, I tried surfing. But I'm not really good at it, I gotta tell you, it's really difficult for me. And the thing was that I couldn't put, for, for me to surf, you need to, at least for a, a more something like that, you need to put it as a routine, you know, so you can really develop it, I guess. And I couldn't do it, you know, because I was training and stuff like that. But I hope to get some some time that I, I have some vacation and I can surf like every day for a while so I can really put myself into it. Surfing something really, really cool, man. The, the bond with the nature and stuff like that. I, I love this as well. And I'm from Minas Gerais. You have a lot of waterfalls out there. Every time I'm out there, you go to the waterfalls, you have some really nice hiking and end up in some waterfalls 
and the bicycle. I, I, I like jealous, man. Porch, man. I had it. Yeah. Robert, Roberto lives in the fucking yeah. desert. I, I live in the, me and David live in the desert. But the desert is good as well. When, when I, I lived in um, New Mexico for a while, and they have really nice trails there, like for biking. Yeah. And oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I live. I have waterfalls and stuff like that. It's good, uh, but it's nice as well. So I I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, living in Albuquerque, I live yeah, there. I, I trained yeah, at Jackson with you. Yep, for a yep, while. Jacks. Um, <laughs> that's that's awesome. And and David lives in New Mexico too. He lives in uh, in Gallup, which is about you know three three uh, three or four hours from where I live. Um, so, yeah, Greg Jackson's nice, man. I like I like visiting the gym, you know, to hang out over there and and talk to the guys and and film. I do a lot of interviews out there with the with the fighters there at uh, at Jackson. So, um, right. hey, next time you come down here, man, even if it's just to visit or train, let's uh, let's hook up, man. Of course, definitely, hundred percent. I it was yeah. a really good time for me when I was, I was there. Really good, nice trainings, you know. I made some good friends over there. Coach yeah. me, Coach Greg, all the coaches out there. Mm -hmm. Tusa, Baratinha. I have some good friends out there. I have to go. Dennis, I have a really good friend, the Argentino guy. Dennis, he he fights as well, and I have to go there soon. Yeah, man, you gotta come back and eat some of that green chili. You and your damn yeah. green chili, bro. You and your Mexicans are weird. <laughs> green and red chili, hey, man. Hey, I don't but, care. Mattel knows anytime you go order something to eat, do you want green or red chili? Yeah. And Rudy's in Texas, though. So, but yeah, Mattel, what was your favorite place that you know or you would like to eat? Just if you're not training, want to get a good buy. Albuquerque's got quite a, quite a, quite a few options. I mean, red and green is given, but. What was the place you go yeah, out here with? I, I, I like the Japanese all you can eat because the Japanese from USA is a little different than Japanese from Brazil. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the sauce and stuff like that, the rolls, the big rolls with a lot of things Damn. in it. I really like the, the Japanese food out there. You're making me hungry. That's what I'm going to go eat tomorrow. I'm sure. getting hungry, man. I just, I just ate a big pasta, a friend of pasta that I did. I'm getting hungry again. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking about food. Of course, we need to get hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least I'm not, that, I'm not on a diet like right now. That's, that's, that's true, right? It was good for us to do this, this podcast uh, after the fight this week. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, do you guys got anything else for him? No, just thanks again for taking the time uh, out of your day and, uh, you know, joining us tonight on Sitting Ringside. We're on episode 126. Um, this is de definitely cool, man. Right, Fresh off your win in the UFC. Uh, can't wait to see you again, man. Yeah, for Thank sure. You guys. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's always... Yeah, you know, it's, it's always an honor for us to have, um, you know, the, the top five, top seven, top 10 fighters, you know, that are from the UFC to jump on to our, to our podcast and talk to us. Um, we've had fighters um, jump on after their weigh-ins to, to talk to us, you know, and, um, and then you, you know, fresh yeah, off your hand. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's really, it's really cool. And it's a, it's a huge honor to have, you know, someone like you and, and uh, you know, the other fighters that jump on and, and uh, just to sit down and talk, you know, um it's it's uh, it's always good. what what time is it over there right now with you uh right now it is 10 41 p.m oh, okay 
So it's not super yeah. late. <laughs> not super late. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little late this week, you know, after the fight. I still a little bit with the layover. Nice. That's always um, good, man. It's always good to have some nice little time off. <laughs> yeah, but you've been super active with this. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. UFC's yeah. got something good for you coming soon, bro. Appreciate your time. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, Mateus, yeah. before before you hang up, yeah, um, any shout outs or anybody you want to thank, um, you know, go for it. Thank you. I want to give a shout out to everybody who's watching the podcast right now. If you guys like it, follow me on my social media, you know. Like I always said, I promise guys to give my 100% on every fight, you know. I always fight with my, my heart and all my love in my gloves and that's it man thank you everybody who helping me all my team here in brazil my family in belo horizonte my team in rio de janeiro novo Leão. and that's it man i hope i, I saw five opponents in my next fight let's go for it hell yeah future champ right there man hopefully yep. we can get you back on the show um uh here soon um, either before or after your 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 either your next uh, couple fights um, that way we can catch up and see what you've been up to, man. A hundred percent. With more Bitcoin next time in my pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and a nice shiny belt around your waist or over your shoulder. Uh, nice. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Right on. Thanks, guys. Thanks, brother. Bye-bye. Later, bro. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. And once again, we have an awesome interview. Um yeah. We, we have, like, the best guest, dude. I was talking to you guys earlier today yeah. about that, man. That we have the best guest. Is he still on? I don't know. Okay, that's so, yeah, that's what, was, that's what I was saying. He didn't call anybody out, man. He's going to go out there and show out. He's been active. The UFC's seen that he's been active. Dana White loves guys that love to fight. You know what I mean? He's fought three times, like you said, in a year. The fourth fight around will be a top five fight for that cat and the uh, there's just a couple names that are high-profile guys. He, he draws one of them on a main card, in my opinion. So, what's up for yeah. Nicolo? Yep. Hell yeah, man. Man, this year's been a banger of, of guests on the show, man. It's been yep. fucking awesome. Um, it's 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 just it's always a huge honor to be able to have these uh, these fighters, you know, either fresh off a win or off their off the scale making weight. Or even or during their fight them. camp, you know, some sometimes have joined us yeah. in the fight camp. We we yeah, yeah from, we've had them, so it's it's freaking cool, local, man. It's freaking cool. From local guys making their walk, making their debut on up to top five guys, sitting mm-hmm. ringside, type of MMA, we're always gonna show love. So, but yeah, definitely good to get him on fresh off a win. Like I said, we were talking about the card, the Kai Car France, Askar Askarov. That's where we're at, kind of Rudy. Like I don't know who you had winning that fight, kind of controversial, but. Yeah, I think uh, I think Car France got it, but I don't know if it's deserving of a title shot. He's sort of in those talks right now. So yeah, I I, I had Askarov to win that one, um, just based on the odds. But I also mm-hmm. put uh, put a bet slip on in for Kai Car France because who doesn't like a, a plus three forty underdog man? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole the card was fun, man. It was fun. Uh, it kept me entertained. That's why I gave it an eight. It's probably, I mean, just looking at it again on paper, it's probably like a six or a seven, to be honest with you. But, um, 
Um, Neil Magny, <laughs> Max Griffin. I think he did. Oh, yeah, that fight. That motherfucker. Max yeah, Griffin didn't like, get shit. much views. Like, I thought that would have been a highlight uh, ESPN top 10, but it wasn't when Neil Magny powerbombed him in, what, the third round? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, that that, uh, that that was fun, man. That, that was fun. Uh, I really liked the event, man. It was It was a good event. Matt Brown uh, went losing. You guys think he lost that yeah. fight, dude? It was a fucking war. Yeah, it was a war, right? He got. It was a good fight. It was an awesome fight. I mean, we even called it last week that it was going to be a bloody mess. Um, but you know, it's it's. Hey, there's Marky Mark. Mark, there he is. I, I think Matt Brown did get outstruck, um, but it was a fucking war. Win or lose, Matt Brown is still the junkyard dog. He's still the man. He's he's still, you know, going to be a fan favorite um, just because all his fights are just the way we see it every time. Just like we saw this past Saturday. He did. He did. 186 to uh, 95 strikes. That's crazy. But he had five takedowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those takedowns are what kind of in the judge's eyes may have uh, swung the the cards either way. But I thought he definitely lost the fight. He did put on a hell of a show in his hometown. But it's one of those things like I hate to pick guys fighting in their hometown, and it kind of worked mm-hmm. against my Brown. Credit to mm-hmm. Brian Barberina. The guy is tough as nails, man. That guy is hard to kill. He took some of Matt Brown's best shots. Matt had to shoot on him. You know what I mean? Barberina was piecing him up. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, credit to Barbarina. He was getting booed afterwards. Of course, he probably, probably knew that was going to happen. But he did it pretty classy and just kind of, you know, all respect to Matt Brown in his backyard and put on a hell of a show for the fans. So. Hell, yeah, man. Um, it was an awesome fight. And then Neil Magny, like we were just saying right now, that pile driver against Max Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> any cuts? Do you see any cuts, any people getting cut? I think the only one that I can see is uh... – Maybe Joanne hmm. Wood. <laughs> probably, probably, maybe they'll probably give her one more fight. Um, yeah, just because, just because it is Joanne Wood. Um, she looks like shit, bro. Every time she they're did. gonna give the Wood one more shot. They're giving that Wood one more chance to rise up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a what do you call it? Everybody, there's a lot of underdogs. Like you're saying, I mean. Mike Dacasey, I did not pick him to win that fight. He no. was there with the grappling, the wrestling, and kind of he looked pretty good, man. Like Forrest Jeff, I definitely had him all the way. I know you we guys all did. Him too, we all yeah, did. Yeah, dude. I didn't think Slava Claus was gonna <clears throat> lose the way he did, and uh, yeah, he looked like shit, dude. Yeah, didn't he look like good. shit? Yeah, he made him look. Look, it made Mark Dacasey made it look easy. Hell yeah, yeah man. But, what but, about but, yeah. uh, Alexa Grasso? Yeah, that kind that, of saved that, the card. That, 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 that yeah. rear naked choke was beautiful, dude. That setup was just—it was awesome. Yeah, the last three fights saved this card, though, to Rudy's ranking of an eight. Mark, I don't know what you gave it, but I was near six. I gave it an eight. Yeah, it was. But yeah, the last Curtis, three fights, Curtis Blades to win the way he did. Um, I didn't expect yeah. that, man. I expected him to win by a, a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was going to want to stand and bang with with Chris Dacus and I certainly didn't think he was going to win the better that those exchanges and uh, damn bro. Did he surprise me? Just, dude has power, man. Especially when he lands like, holy shit. He knocked him bro, out. The way he knocked him out was just 
I so that, that just that that right there just like <laughs> after seeing that that Joanne Wood, I don't know that that fight really didn't do too much for me. It was it was really quick. I'm glad it was really quick. It was over really quick. <laughs> yeah, the, the Curtis Blades fight was, you know, that was that was awesome, man. Hats off to Hell Curtis, yeah, so. dude. He needed Hell that win. Fuck yeah, yeah Blades, he did. For sure, in the future, Blades is like one of the younger guys at heavyweight. So at some point, he will get the title shot. He's had those setbacks against the top guys who fought for the belt. So chisel Curtis Blades in for a future title shot and possibly the champion. Because, yeah, the heavyweight division is kind of strange. And even said Chris Dawkins shouldn't even be fighting at heavyweight. So I don't know if Dawkins makes a go, uh, go at it in 205. So. Yeah. And, then we, and we all picked uh, the Beast to win against Jennifer Maya. Bro, that was a good fight too. Yeah, it was a very. It was, yeah, I thought she was gonna go out there and club her, bro. And uh, <laughs> I did too. <laughs> she she kind of gassed out, you know. I was like, oh, a little man. bit. She gassed out a little bit, you know. Yeah. Jennifer Maya was in there, you know, being really active and moving around and throwing those those jabs and stuff like that. But I think uh, the beast just, you know, uh, did. I think she outstruck her though, right? And landed the more power shots. It was very weird, dude. That this this event, a lot of the people that I thought were gonna do amazing, just look really shitty. Like Ali Askab Kizrayev, that dude looked like shit, bro. He did. He looked like shit. Like <laughs> but everybody he walked by like a fucking rear naked chunk. Yeah, he did. But he was like so gassed out. Like he he he. he, he I don't know. The first round was extremely even man in my opinion and it looked like he was gonna gas out um i don't know Maro looked like shit bat garel looked like bat garel looked like Dorshev looked like shit yeah max griffin looked like shit askarov looked like shit (laughs) joanne wood looked like shit i don't know man i'm kind (laughs) of thinking about changing my score on this card We got to admit, though, Barbarina and Matt Brown was like an offering to the MMA gods. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of those type fights. Oh, and then, man. That was but, but my question yeah. to y'all and uh, everybody listening, like, Matt Brown, we know he fought in, he's from Ohio, fought in his backyard. Is this uh, is he coming back? Is, is it time to book the, the Nate, Nick Diaz-Matt Brown fight? Is that proper at some point in the future? Well, that's if Nick Diaz is going to fight at all. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, is, is, I think he's asking for for release on his contract. Hmm. Yeah. Both so, the Diaz brothers, yeah. Both, yeah. yeah. They're both both brothers are asking to be let go. Um, if but, if yeah. for some odd reason Dana White offers Nick, you know, a mil, two mil, five mil to fight Matt as his uh, retirement fight, I mean, shit, why not? I doubt it. Highly doubt it. But, who wins you know. that fight though? Right now, Matt Brown against Nick Diaz. Who wins it? Matt Brown. Matt Brown, because if Fat Diaz comes in, it ain't gonna happen. Fat Diaz. What do you call it? I guess no haircut. Curtis Blade is a dangerous guy, just like all the what is it, the beer meat, Johnny yeah, Henry. Yeah, that, that's another thing I, I was gonna say, man, is that uh he didn't have like his haircut wasn't yeah, he's one. he's a barber. I think he's a barber, but yeah, the no haircut Curtis Blade is a dangerous man. So kind of kind of like the blonde Brunson. Yeah, blonde Brunson, uh, C level Kane. Uh, what else? Bef- uh, <laughs> Coke <C-level> Jones. <laughs> yeah, Co- Coke Jones is number one. Yeah, so <laughs> drunk Connor. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's the, that's the ultimate list that we need to make and compile with all the crew. Hot sauce Poirier? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But the fight they do need to make, our boy Tim Means doesn't have a fight. How about Brian Barberina and Tim Means? Ooh. I would love to see that. Get Tim Means a fight, man. He's been weighing. He had that canceled bout with Jeremiah Wells. Jeremiah Wells is uh-huh. a dangerous dude, man. So I think uh, yeah, Tim Means and Brian Barberina, that's another offering to the MMA gods right there. <clears throat> that would be an amazing fight. I doubt that they'll give it to to Tim Means, but Tim Means never says no. He always yeah. says yes to any fight they give him. He's like another Cowboy Cerrone. Or Kevin um, Holland, like uh, Kevin Holland's calling for uh, the Daniel Rodriguez fight. He's calling for everybody, including Daniel Rodriguez. And that's another fight that's a offering to the gods. Kevin Kevin Holland wants to fight D Rod. Yeah, man. Well, he wants what? to fight everybody. You got it. You can't knock that, man. But that's been like the rumored bow. But I don't know. Kevin Holland could fight anybody. You know what I mean? Wow. So and we haven't heard Daniel Rodriguez in a bit. He's just been, you know, on hiatus. He's been now, chilling. Yeah. The guy's a fucking straight killer. So I would love to see him mix it up with Kevin Holland. I really would. Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I'm giving it, still sticking to it, uh, an eight for this uh, event. Um, that's what I'm going for. And uh, that, yeah. So it was pretty good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I really didn't see a sandwich of the night fight. Um, I know Rudy probably thought one of them was. <laughs> no, man. Uh, yeah, th- there really wasn't a sandwich of the night fight. They were. I-, I guess if I had to give anyone that title, eh, I don't know. It'd hmm. probably be the uh, the last fight of the main card, McMahon versus Rosa. I mean, it was a good fight. Don't get me wrong, but if we have to title one of them. Yeah, that was thinking the same thing. McMahon versus Rosa for a sandwich of the night fight. <laughs> I think that's one where you're like, you know, it's in the middle of the card. Yeah, I go make me a nice sandwich very slowly. Yeah, before before the main event, the main card starts. Yeah. <laughs> and this one started like at three. I think it finished like at nine. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Well, there's no UFC this weekend. But that doesn't mean there's no combat sports. So I'm going to go down and do the rundown real quick of what fights are coming up. First off, we have Cage Warriors 135, CES MMA 67, our friends CES MMA. They uh, are are really close to Five Book MMA, so shout-outs to them. Again, part two, Cage Warriors 136 is also happening. Um... And the boxing world in April 2nd in Puebla, Mexico, live on ESPN Plus. We have a title flight. Title flight. A title fight. <laughs> Julian Luna versus Mayeli Flores. And they're going to be fighting for Luna's WBC women's bantamweight title. Also in Newcastle, England, we have another title fight also on April 2nd. Um, it's Savannah Marshall versus Sam. Femke Hermans. Um, this is for Marshall's WBO women's middleweight title. And last but not least, also another title fight in Chihuahua, Mexico. Yamilet Mercado versus Zulina Munoz. 
They're going to be fighting for Mercado's WBC Women's Junior Featherweight title. And live on Fight TV on April 1st, we're going to do a quick uh, rundown on what's happening with them. Um, in the boxing world, it's the three the three knockdown rule with Mario Lopez. He's going to have some kind of episode for, for boxing. I don't know, man. Um <laughs> April 2nd, we have nothing more, but on the third Sunday, we have the Gallego Prada, La Retaguardia. It's going to be a Spanish uh, boxing event. Um, 12 bucks to, to buy that pay-per-view, which is really dirt cheap. Um, so, yeah, for right now, that's what's happening in the uh, sports combat sports world. So, Really nothing uh, exciting other than those uh, title fights that I mentioned. Um, and then, you know, the Cage Warriors and obviously CES MMA. You don't want to miss them. They're going to be live on UFC Fight Pass. Um, usually Fight Book MMA is covering that event, um, but uh, not not uh, that night. But we will have the results. Hopefully the website's going to be back up and because uh, I got a lot of articles I need to catch up on. <laughs> And need not uh, forget, it is WrestleMania Mania weekend. weekend. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Dana White was not going to try to compete with WrestleMania. <laughs> he would be now. It's a two night thing. It's a two night event would, now. Yeah, he would be stupid to put on a UFC fight, even a fight night, on WrestleMania weekend. Come mm -hmm. on, ain't nobody going to be watching any UFC. <laughs> um, well. UFC Singapore was just announced too. The UFC returning down there. UFC 275, mm -hmm. uh, pretty stacked card. We're finally going to see Jerry Podjosko get his title shot. Uh, the 205 division is super interesting these days. So looking forward to see the old man jujitsu himself, Glover Teixeira, defend his belt. Man, we're always, I'm always counting him out. I'm never counting him out. Mm -hmm. Not even against Podjosko, this far out. So we will get <laughs> to that card. Uh, yeah, but UFC 274. Did you guys see? It's in Phoenix, by the way. It's a super stacked card. You got Al Kakui, Justin Gaethje, Charlie, Charles Oliveira. You guys see the ticket prices for UFC Phoenix by chance? No, no. They're unbelievable. Like I don't know, like Rudy, you might as well pull them up. And uh, yeah, they're pretty ridiculous. But for that kind of card, maybe worth it. I mean, but yeah, and it's the same night as Canelo. That's why the UFC has Ooh. moved to Phoenix because Canelo's taking over T-Mobile Center. UFC's in Phoenix, so. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Well, I'm sure. It, so, it, is that? Are you saying the UFC is that the pay per view event on the same yeah. night as Canelo? Oh my yep. god! Yeah, that's the way pricey. they're doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Tickets start at two hundred fifty dollars, go all the way up to twenty five hundred dollars. Jesus no. Christ! Yeah, and I think that yeah. the cheapest ticket they got is uh two hundred seventy five <laughs> bucks, section two thirteen. Let's see where that is. Corner nosebleed, nosebleed. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, man, these kind of they events, have big screens at events. You sit. They have big screens at events too. You know what I mean? So, like, you'll see. Yeah, that, like, that's that's on. what I tell people, man. For for any type of event, unless you're like a a diehard person and want to pay a lot of money, then it's probably worth it to get in the first row or a couple of rows at an event. But being on a floor in the back, it fucking sucks because you, yeah. you know there's people standing up. Um, and it just sucks, bro. You, you, you can't really see good. 
and then the, yeah, and uh, the, 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 the next center, level yeah, up the is Phoenix. okay. But I like I personally I like sitting I like sitting in the upper decks. Um, you know, if it's a theater, I like sitting in the mezzanine. I don't like being on the floor, bro. The floor fucking sucks. It sucks. Ass. Yeah, it's a shitty view. Yeah, like even like covering events when you're sitting cage side, it's kind of like a judging, like who you MMA judge. It's kind of hard. Like Rob and I've covered events. Rudy, you've covered mm-hmm. them. Being a judge, it's not clear cut. Like you don't have the best angle. You're on one portion of the cage. Yeah, the and you find yourself like looking up at the at the big screen trying to yeah. trying to see what right, everyone else is seeing. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to shell out uh, $10,000 to go watch Charlie Olives and Justin Gaethje, then there's still tickets available. And um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if I had the money, you know, if, if I wanted to go, you know, and rub elbows with, with people, uh, yeah, man, fuck it. I, I would definitely do it. Um, but nah, man, I, I ain't looking to, to spend that kind of money. I don't got that kind of money, man. Um, fuck yeah, no. Even though I am a billionaire. I don't think the... Yeah, that's the, the Phoenix <laughs> Stadium. It's not a really good view. Like, if you're in the upper deck, I've been to basketball games there. So, like, it's not like the Toyota Center. Oh, like it's Rudy a footprint center. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. Right. Phoenix yeah. Sun Stadium. Yeah. So. But it's honestly, like, it's weird, too, because the way they uh, – that date of that event, the Phoenix Suns may, in fact, be in, like, the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Or, the, you know what I mean? So, I'm not sure because the UFC kind of hasn't really put it out there that, yeah, it's going to be in Phoenix, but – that's the event because there's nowhere else to be. Canelo's taking over Vegas. So. Well, I, I for sure am not going to miss the Canelo fight. So, you know, that's a given. I think here. we're. He's here, by the way. He's back. So just so everybody knows. Nice. Yes. Yeah, you just we can't see him, but Yeah. But I'm glad that Canelo is back there chilling with yeah. us. <laughs> Always makes for a good time. So. <laughs> But I guess a couple of fight bookings that are pretty yeah. interesting that happened since last week. Uh, first and foremost, the one that I'm super interested in, the Sean Strickland and Terea fight. UFC 277 is booked for that card and title implications written all over it. And we talked about it. We said Terea is one or two fights out. He's got to fight fucking Sean Strickland to earn the right for the next crack at Izzy Adesanya. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be a very, very exciting fight. Um, it's not going to be boring at all. Um, we've said it a bunch of times on the show that he needs to fight Sean Strickland. Um, yeah, man, it's a, it's going to be a banger of a fight. And then to be booked out that far at 277, um, it gives time for these fighters to get ready, man. Yeah, um, I mean, Adesanya is probably not going to fight again until like October. Yeah, so like is he for sure is going to be there in attendance? watching these two oh, yeah. very closely mm-hmm. yeah because paulo uh, costa's out the mix um what's the other fight the uh calvin i mean not calvin Castro, marvin vittori's booked um to fight in the summertime and i don't know if the, well yeah izzy's in weight right now and i think the strickland perea that's a great build-up uh, especially perea wins man like nasty ko over strickland calls out adesanya there you go that's an automatic fight mm-hmm. book same fucking night which rarely happens so i'm looking forward but, um, to my birthday month uh june 24th bellator 282 musasi versus eblin oh, we have uh, yeah. alejandra lara coming back and fighting <laughs> she's, she's gorgeous bro <laughs> and i'll just be getting back too for my vacation so she's that's gorgeous. awesome yes is that the, uh, for that's a week the hawaii or... show right rudy uh i don't i think it is man Let's see. Yeah, that's the one that Nate Diaz is trying to get released to fight on. Yep. Against. You know, <laughs> like... No, no, no. This one's uh, Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut. 
Oh, okay. That's uh, Tyler King, Jarrett territory. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but another fight that was booked via a podcast, via the Believe You Me podcast, hosted by Michael Bisbing and Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith, Paul Craig verbally agreed mm. to fight each other on the podcast, man. So, huh. yeah, it's got to happen. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, but, yeah that's definitely uh, I think, I think. Paul Craig is going to uh, finish out Anthony Smith. He's going to jewel. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out that show or that episode, it's super legit. Paul Craig just drinking a beer. They're being really nice and cool and just saying, yeah, we want to do it. We want to make it happen. And, of course, you have Michael Bisbing, you know, mixing up one of the best players out there. Paul Craig a Jew? He's Scottish, isn't he? Scottish, yeah. I thought he was. He's Scottish. Okay, because that's kind of... Maybe, maybe he liked that character from that thing, Glorious Bastards, remember? The bear Jew? <laughs> I've always wondered that. I've always wanted to ask him that. Hey, uh, Paul Craig, are you Jewish? <laughs> Has anybody ever been offended that you use that name? <laughs> oh no, God. that fight definitely is a title eliminator, in my opinion, at 205. It has to be because, like, uh, Paul Craig was slated to fight uh, Gustafson, man. Like, if you went in there and ran through Gustafson, He's fighting for the belt, you know what I mean? And timeline of it, I guess, you know, Lover's going to do his thing and defend his title and depend on who wins that. I think Paul Craig, Anthony Smith, you can't knock him from there. I mean, no, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be a yeah. good fight. I just think, um, you know, yeah, they're, they're agreeing. They both want to want to fight. But for right now, I'm going to take on uh, Paul Craig winning that fight, man. Yeah, that's an offering to the MMA gods as well, for sure. So that's mm-hmm. fights, fights that matter. I say it a lot. I mean, yeah, I do enjoy watching all the fights. And if you don't watch every fight, tweet about it, make memes or anything, you're not a real fan. But I enjoy it all. We all that's, enjoy it. So. I think we're all also due for uh, for some fat rampage. I need to see him back in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's Last time we saw doing? fat rampage, when was it? Fighting Bondi, wasn't it? Wasn't it Bondi when when they were yeah. fucking banging and, and they, they had those epic photos of Wanderlei Silva of him just smiling? <laughs> he looked like a fucking cartoon. He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! That was the last time we saw him, right? And he he came in. Yeah, like, no, I, th- I know it was the uh, heavyweight Grand Prix, wasn't it? Or the two hundred five Grand Prix for uh, Bellator? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he looked terrible too. Looked terrible, yeah. <laughs> Fat Rampage, yeah. bro, come back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll feed you hot Trailer dogs. For damn sure. yeah. We'll feed you oh, hot dogs. Christ. John Jones will give John you that Jones hot, dog water. hot dog water. Dude, he should dude John Jones really needs to make he needs to make his mark, bro, and, and, and come out with that product line of uh <laughs> you know why didn't he cash in it when the fucking iron was hot? You know exactly, I mean? bro. Energy drink, hot dog water, energy drink, hot dog he water, electrolytes. Make contain cocaine. Make contain cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the energy drink. The energy drink has that. It, it has yeah. it, guaranteed. Yeah. It has like a mix, oh a mix of big pills and cocaine, so it's like it'll fucking, it might kill you, so it happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, Don't take around. any drug tests after you've consumed. Dick pills and cocaine. <laughs> not, not Ustada approved. Not, wow. definitely. That, not that should be approved. like in big, bold letters. Not oh, Ustada approved. It'd be the hottest uh, selling product next to uh, Jorge Masvidal's whiskey because I haven't been able to find it. I've been looking for that shit. So I cannot find it. How many kilograms of dick pills do you think he has in his system right now? 
<laughs> I don't think he's got pico. He motherfucker's got grams, bro. He's grams. Got, no, he's got kilos. He's got kilos, bro. Uh, <laughs> get grams. <laughs> Yeah, Pico ain't shit. We got yeah, hell no. They, they got he's got kilos. All I man. know is, if I were super rich, I would throw a party and only invite Conor McGregor and John Jones. <laughs> and then we go fuck like, some shit up. We would go and, then, uh, and and live stream that just shit. Imagine how freaking quick we would get arrested if I were to be part of those two. Oh my god, bro. Dude, and the first thirty a, minutes, we would invite Shemayev in there just as a special oh, guest. Oh hell dude. no, dude! That guy would just <laughs> kill everyone. I kill you. <laughs> that guy, that dude, legit scares me, bro. That guy legit scares the fuck out of me. Uh, that, Did, that last, there that video? Last that he had, there a video out? It was scary, bro. When he came out, and he, where was it, dude? It was, it was out like in the Middle East. Wasn't it on Fight Island? Yeah. And he, I think he it was, just, and he was talking all kinds of shit. I kill you! I kill you! I'm like, holy shit, bro! Uh, Last fight, around, yeah. Like, dude, he's been it's... hanging with them. It, it's a funny story with Bisming. He's hanging with Darren Till and Chimaev. And yeah, I was gonna fucking... say that they were fucking around in Target. <laughs> yeah, they were just like doing donuts and burning out all over the place, and like literally almost killing every like every well, car crash. Maybe, maybe it'll make me change my mind about him. He's he's legit oh, yeah. scary, bro. I, I would not want to look it up. It's probably on YouTube. I wouldn't or want that guy where... fucking driving a fucking car. I wouldn't want to be on his bad yeah. side. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, you can but, see yeah. Chimiev and uh, Darren Till doing this madres inside of a uh, Target, knocking down signs, yeah, fucking ramming, doing bumper cars inside the 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 shopping carts. Yeah, that, that's like the new fucking shit right there is just those two doing a show, doing random shit, and it'll blow up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Who else but, we got um, uh, booked? Lad versus well, Pennington. Yeah, that's a fight that recently got booked, a uh, replacement opponent. Um, but, yeah, I thought Lad and Pennington trained together in Denver. You know what I mean? So that's why I was kind of – I mean, maybe they still are training partners in some capacity. But, but Aston Lad – <laughs> <laughs> but Rocky Pennington is usually a pretty big stepping stone to get past. So Aspen Ladd, super young. If you can get past her, uh, that division slim at the top. So she's been on the run. So I think that's a big time fight for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, let's get into our next segment. The Fight Book MMA Outside the Cage News. <laughs> <laughs> yep, an unfortunate news to start off. Um, I couldn't believe it when I seen it. The guy had a fight booked with Gustafson, one of my favorite all-time fighters in the UFC, just period. Ben, Big Ben Rothwell released from the UFC. Dude, when I saw uh, that. I thought you were going to say Ben Roethlisberger. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, man, when I saw that news that you chatted into the chat room, I was like, what the fuck? One of the That's... longest standing guys in the UFC. Dude. Yep. Been around for a long time. That's since nuts, we all, man. Since we were all two years old, he's been kicking people's asses <laughs> in the cage. <you> know? <laughs> yep. So, I don't know. Uh, kind of controversial, but shit, man. There's some other opportunities out there. Shit, I, he'll be the Eagle FC heavyweight champion. He's and... been fighting since Roberto was in his 200s. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. But honestly, like longest tenure guys, they I look good been for my years. age right now. <laughs> like Jeremy Stevens left recently. He's what is he in Bellator, right? Jeremy Stevens. Um, I think he's going to uh, bare knuckle, isn't he? Or, or no, he's PFL actually. Yeah, PFL. Yeah, so like long tenured UFC fighters like Rothbard, last of a dying breed. Like I think, what Lozon and uh, what's his name, Jim Miller, like the only ones left. You know I mean? Rock ball. Yeah. yeah, he's about yeah. to fight yeah. soon. He's going to fight soon, isn't he? Yeah. And I think, um, what's the name? It's, uh, Sam Alvey's still active, right? He's got like a new contract. Doesn't did, he? Yeah, yeah. Did, did he sign <laughs> a new contract? Like, how did he sign another five fight contract or he something smiled. like that? It was a seven fight contract. All he, all he does is go in there and smile. He's like, He's, he to me now is officially the gatekeeper of that division. Of the UFC period. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> get the flyweight to fight him just to get a win. Mateus Nicolau takes a last man, Exactly. Mateus is like, fuck it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Wow. You that missed sucks. a good interview, uh, Mark, with uh, our boy Mateus. I've seen part of it. I've seen part of it on YouTube. Yeah. What else do we got, uh, David? Some Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh, uh, innocent, undisputed, undefeated. Case dismissed. Wow. I think he might. <laughs> wow. He might still be charged with something. They're still trying to pull some shit, but like, I, I mean, what is what's the apparent situation? He beat up like eleven dudes over his wife and all kinds of chatter back and forth with John Jones and DC chiming in. But I don't know, man. Chell. No matter what, like, look at this shit that happened with him, man. Like, he still has big gigs. He still works for the UFC. He works for Eagle FC. The guy is still out there making money. Like, hopefully this shit blows by. I don't know the whole details of the thing, but him, him getting dismissed and, like, hopefully there's no other further charges or whatever. Like, fuck. Like, you know, he's not definitely not no John Jones, but Chael is who he Spe- is, you know. <laughs> Speaking of defending his wife, what about Chris Rock versus the Will Smith? He's a cuck, bro. If you don't know what a cuck is, look up the term cuckold and you'll have a clear <laughs> understanding as to why he's such a cuck. Uh, the dude was laughing oh, until my he saw Lord. his wife do an eye roll. Honestly, if that oh, was me, I, oh. I would have been like, that's hilarious, man. Chill out. I probably would have had an argument with my wife. For being such a bitch. Like, chill, man. We're trying to have a good time. You're ruining it. You want me to go up there and slap? All right, I'm going to go up there and slap this fucking guy, and you're not going to like the results. And look what happened. <laughs> Dude, there's. After, right as soon as we should have asked Mateus smacked. about that, he'd have been like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mark's ready to die over here. Oh, <laughs> it was dumb, bro. It was stupid. Dude, Jada started laughing right when Will Smith uh, smacks Chris Rock. Like she fucking laughed hard. Bro, you know what? I would have been. I would have went like just even harder on her. I like, oh, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. I guess he's upset that his wife came in looking like fucking Morpheus. <laughs> well. Did Thriller's you see the way she was the... dressed, wearing a green Matrix dress? Like, what the fuck? Is that Morpheus? Morpheus. G.I. Jane. At least, use, at least use a relevant movie that people have seen in the last fucking decade. 
Not something right? from the 90s, bro. Right? Dave Chappelle would have been a lot worse. Let's be real. Dave Chappelle would have went at her a lot worse. I would have yeah. went at it a lot worse. But look, come on, guys. I mean, I just, it's I the kind fucking of Oscars. Yeah, it's Chris Rock. It's Will Smith. Comedians, actors, legends in Pedophiles. their own right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all that, but I do. Um, <laughs> It's it's getting roasted is part of the gig. It's just it, it it is what it is. You're gonna get roasted no matter what. Is Will Smith gonna smack every single person that says and talks shit about his uh his wife? Mm, I mean, I think he should be slapping the shit out of the people that fuck his wife. Exactly. Or he should be yep. fucking leaving Jada for he Jada sleeping around, dude. A long dude. time ago, bro. What is he doing, bro? She yeah, must have I'm... some bomb-ass pussy to stay that long and put up with that shit then. Fuck. Eh, <laughs> did you just say that? You're so disgusting, Mark. <laughs> well, no. I've been, I haven't been a fan of Will Smith since he bought like his son into being the Karate Kid in that shitty-ass movie. So since oh, then, that was horrible. Oh, his son is now his daughter, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I'm confusing with Dwayne Wade. But we can all agree, though, we've all been slapped harder by, like, our moms as a kid. You know what I mean? For shit. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, dude. That wasn't and, a, and that's yeah. what I'm telling people. You know what? That's pretty fucking embarrassing. A guy who trained to play Muhammad Ali fucking open palm some dude in the face. It's just stupid. You fucking weak sauce, bro. Yeah, your wife is bitching at him the whole ride home. So you slapped him. You should have punched him. You slapped him like a bitch. I hit you harder than that. I, I could have just imagined that fucking shitty, horrible, just excruciating pain. You know what? I feel bad for you, Will Smith. I feel bad for you. I'm sorry, bro. And she probably had the her boyfriend on FaceTime uh, uh, during that car ride. Yeah, uh. she's like, August, can you believe this shit, August? Uh, can you believe this shit? Look at Will Smith. Look at him. Talk to man. him. Tell him what I a totally, real man's supposed to do. That's I totally though, regret uh, there was a lot of memes out there. I, I totally regret not making our weekly artwork with just Rob slapping all three of us with our pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. I dropped the ball there, but it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Here's some more outside the cage news. Once a fan, Covington now declares war on Drake. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since Drake placed a heavy bet uh, on George Masvidal, Kobe Covington's no longer a fan. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Because well, so of the odds, that's why. <laughs> He's trying some money. He says, I mean, how do you put your money on phony Montana? Come on, Drake. You're better than that. How did Drake even become something? Wasn't he like some little boyhood star in Canada or something like that? Like, come on. There's nothing gangster about that, Drake. You're soft, bro. You're not a gangster about that, Drake. You're soft, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, fucking, who cares about Drizzy Drake? Fuck me. God damn. How the fuck well, did Drake get brought into this shit? Jesus well, Christ. Why should him like, what do you guys think of Brendan Schaub uh, saying that, you know, Masvidal's move was total bitch made and, like, he's training in the backyards, beating the fuck out of people to go and 
sucker punch Colby Covington. You I agree. I know Brandon, yeah, I, I do agree, too. bro. That's uh, that's stupid, man. You 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 run you you had plenty of time to run your mouth and talk your shit, um, and you've been in the game long enough to know that hey, you know what? That's that's part of the game. You know, it doesn't matter. Ooh, I've heard people make excuses. Well, you, what would you do if you talked about your family? Big fucking deal. You you have your chance to settle it in the cage. You don't go yeah. stalk yep. somebody and then attack them and and then try to run away like a little bitch, bro. I don't know, man. <laughs> and that and, and again, this is coming yeah. from somebody who's a huge Masvidal fan. Always have been. Always will be. But that that's a bitch ass move, man. Yeah, and I think a lot of the people defending either side, it's just it's some bullshit. Like they had, like <laughs> if you guys see the post fight uh, interview or like after they raised Colby's hand. His coaches are yelling at Masvidal and like the Kawa brothers and all that. They're like, you had 25 minutes. You had 25 piled on top of everything that Kobe put into it. He had 25 minutes, but yeah, the whole fiasco with that people trying to bash Kobe. Khabib said he's not, he, they don't want uh, any welterweights to fight him. Like Khabib come out of retirement and fight Kobe Covington then and do it legally. You know, that's why yeah, he's bulking up. Our boy, our boy Maz. Our boy Maz uh, puts in the chat, he's a bitch with Stockholm Syndrome. Who, Covington? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, Covington oh. wants to fight Conor McGregor next. Yeah, that, oh, that I don't know, man. That that makes sense. That'd That's what fun. we're getting to next on the list. Yep, the Conor McGregor sweepstakes and who will finally cash in. Uh, he got his Bentley taken away, and I think that's fucking a million-dollar car, so he's got to make that money back, you know, so. He can afford another one. That fool's got money for days, man. Yeah, of course, yeah. He just, he just, oh, he met with uh, with Will Smith. <laughs> Connor? No, Ma saying that Will Smith has a stock, oh. he's a bitch with Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> That's a good one, Miles. <laughs> yeah, but I guess if they really do want a, want a big time fight for, well, I don't. It's, I mean, a lot of the seventy guys I think would just totally destroy Conor McGregor. Like he can go from the fifteens up, and they would probably eat him up. You know what I mean? So I don't know who he fights. If it is at welterweight, he is a little bit bigger now. It probably will indeed be like a one sixty five catchweight fight for McGregor, possibly one seventy. But if it's not Diaz, I don't. I don't know. I think that fight has to happen before it. It, it has to happen, dude. It has to happen with Diaz before Diaz gets let go. I mean, it's it's just gonna have to happen. I mean, that's I mean, what everybody everybody wants that. And the, everybody, the fight that they want that they're not talking about yet is possibly Nate against Kobe. You know what I mean? That might be the fight. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see, man. I mean, shit. It's it's well, it's McGregor's like another John Jones. It's always the, the 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 fighters always brought up, but the fight never happens. The bookings never happen. There, yeah, and we're always going to be waiting. Who 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 knows if John Jones is going to even fight this year? Well, or McGregor. He, he said in his latest tweet that uh, my candle for light heavyweight blew out. It showed in my last yeah. fight. Instead of being discouraged by bad performance, I'm stoked about this new season. New energy. My time in light heavyweight was over. I see that more clear today than ever. So he's basically saying he's not going to fight at light heavyweight again. He's going to be a heavyweight. So uh, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure we're going to see him soon. Well, he's got one heavyweight fight under his belt so far. Tyler King, right, in the gym. Right. True. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. 
Yeah. We'll see. We'll see who uh, who they they book against John Jones because yeah, it's Stipe, Curtis Blades, Tuvasa. There's some names, but Zero I don't gone. know. The two of yeah, Gon's a good one. I think like, they that's the fight they do need a book, but I guess they do want to probably give Jones like an interim title shot is what they're aiming for. Tom with Gon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Aspinall and two of us is the fight to book. But I think both those guys have been going at each other, and they want the fight. I think that's the, that, yeah, that will be announced. Talk, well, isn't it? Yeah. I think it was somebody else, wasn't it? Tuivasa and uh, hmm. Tuivasa and Miocic, wasn't it? Yeah, the heavyweight division's got to move forward. Ngannou's still the champ. He's got to defend it. I mean, well, he's gonna be for what ten months. Yeah. We won't see him till February of next year, Super Bowl weekend, more than likely, something, something like that. But hopefully we do see John Jones. But in the meantime, outside of the UFC, uh, the GOAT apparent, the top pound-for-pound pound fighter, Kamara Usman, wants $100 million to fight Jake Paul. $100 million to fight Jake Paul? <laughs> yep. Oh Lord! Well, he wants Canelo. I mean, you're not even gonna get that money with Canelo. Dude, Maybe he's will, gonna but... fight Canelo. Canelo would fucking just murder his ass, dude. Canelo <laughs> would play around with him in the first, probably the second round, just to see what he can do, and be like, "Man, fuck this bitch. I'm gonna go home now, knock his ass out." Yeah, he's on ice for now too. The seventy division's pretty crazy because after that fight with Colby, you know, what I mean, the Masvidal bullshit going on. Colby, it's going to be a while before he actually does get a the next title shot. So I don't know what news, I don't know what they do. And according to his manager, that's what the whatever they're trolling or talking shit, but they want big money. You know what I mean? Whether it's chiller money or the fucking Canelo fight, but I don't think either of the, that shit happens. Hmm. But we've seen crazy scenarios happen. I don't know the crossover thing with Ngannou didn't happen. Usman is one of the top go- top dogs. I don't know if he's one of the highest paid. I mean, Masvidal's one of the highest paid, and I don't think that was deserved, but it is what it is. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That that the whole thing about fighting Jake Paul, it's obviously it's for the money, and but it's it's one of those type of fights that you know you already know who's gonna win. The fans. Yeah, he's kind of in that the situation fans. too. <laughs> he hasn't done anything crazy lately too. Like I'm waiting to see what they do to match him up. And I mean, people I, probably forgot about his him. You know what I mean? There's been I, some good fights. They have not forgotten about him. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy being partners within with the uh, fucking the UFC. So he's probably well, going to meetings and trying to figure out what to do to get these fighters paid. So, yeah. well, hopefully um, that does happen. I'm with him 100% on that. So, the Jake Paul uh, rule, you know, or the Jake Paul effect, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, oh, man. Have we got anything else? Yeah, no, like we were saying earlier, Jones never fights again, and the Diaz brothers never fight again. Then what? Then what? Then we Come ban on. the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> we boycott the UFC. Yeah, the UFC, the UFC just boycotted. Straight yeah, up. yeah, and all we all we talk about is just Bellator, Eagle FC, LFA, and all the rest. Pillow fighting, Bray. Pillow fighting, Bray. 
Man. Yeah, so it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting year, man. Yeah, this summer, this is gonna be a summer. Like I don't know, <laughs> Dana White's always got the ace up his sleeve, and that's the Connor fight. That's why I'm waiting to see what the hell they decide to do. But Jones is kind of just there and possibly could just get that interim belt right out the gate first fight. Against hey. I want to see it. BJ Penn versus Conor McGregor. <laughs> In a bar fight. In a bar fight. Yeah. Yeah. At a steakhouse. Bare knuckle. At a steakhouse, yeah. <laughs> Had <laughs> a stick <laughs> fighting for that filet mignon. Apparently, that's where all the action goes down these days. So, yeah, it's at a steak house. Man, mm. how did we get here? Yeah. Where would we go? Combat <laughs> yeah. Dude, next thing you know, we're gonna be like dishwasher versus waitress. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. We've been ready. Hey, we've been ready. Hey, we, we need to get the guys from Car Jitsu on the show. Um, we need to get the guys that own the phone booth uh, fighting on the show, which I'm going to reach out. I mean, we've already got the pillow fighting guys. Um, did, so, yeah. Uh, Rampage needs to fight, like Rudy said. Rampage versus Holyfield. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I... I, I I text uh, JT Tilly, the guy that owns Slap Fighting. I said, dude, book Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith. Make that, <laughs> main, make that as a main event. Slap Fighting. <laughs> that, shit, that shit was sell out quick. Dana versus Jake Paul would fucking kill oh, everything. That'd be, I would dude. top the Mayweather numbers right there. Oh, my God. Can you as imagine? As much as I hate that, that statement is fact, though, for sure. You know, like, Jake Paul versus Dana White main eventing a slap fight competition. Fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Well, guys, the time has caught up to us. Um, this was an awesome, awesome show. Um, like I said, there's no UFC this weekend, but there's still fights happening um, so just uh, check your local listings and you can find out who or what or when and what time these fights are taking place. Um, shout outs to Mateo Nicolau for jumping on the show with us, uh, talking to us uh, after his uh, awesome win. Um, hopefully he, uh, well, not hopefully, he's going to be the pioneer of getting paid in Bitcoin. Um, we will have him back on the show. He already said that uh, that he will, and uh, hopefully, when we get him back, he'll either be fighting for the title or the champ. So we shall see, right? Um, shout out to everybody that's watching and listening. We really do appreciate the support. Um, like I said, the website is still down. It's getting a huge upgrade right now on the back end. So um, once all of that is uh, taken care of, the website is going to run really smooth like butter. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Um, other than that, guys, thank you so much for jumping on tonight. Um, I needed this, uh, even though I've been on vacation since Monday, uh, but I really needed to talk some fighting <laughs> so thanks thanks a lot um yeah so other than that david you know what to do man
Yep, that's indeed. Appreciate everybody tuning in live, watching live, Facebook, wherever you're catching us, uh, audio platforms. Uh, look us up, City Ringside, Fightbook MMA, uh, any podcast platform, we're right there. Show us some love, like, share, subscribe, tell us how we're doing. Uh, for myself, Dave Rodriguez, Rui Lara, producer at hand, Mark Ambo Miller, Robert Aljefe, the boss. This is Sitting Ringside, episode 126. Enjoy the fights. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks, man. Twenty more coming. Cheers. Cheers. Later. Have a good night, fellas.